The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Chris, your girlfriend is uh, has lost some romantic interest in you? <clears throat> yes, ma'am. Yeah, tell me what's going on. Okay, uh, we've been dating for about six months. Yeah. And uh, things have been going good up till about the last couple of months, uh, sexual-wise. And uh, the other night, you know, we was sitting on couch, and she explained to me that it's happened in her past, and it's happened in all of her relationships. And she starts developing intimate feelings, falling in love with somebody, and having those feelings formed that she loses all her sexual interest in that person. Okay. Well, doesn't that sound against everything we've ever been told? <laughs> Typically, the closer you get, or the closer, uh, the the more you can milk that. However, you guys have been dating for six months, so sometimes, guess what happens? Mm, You just don't have that desire no more? Yeah, sometimes it's just, uh, it fades into the background. It's boring. What would be another reason? Boredom would be one. What would be another reason? What would be another reason? Uh, something. I know she has uh, a little bit of depression. She's uh, on some medication for it, but I was wondering if depression might be, you know, part of it. Yeah, well, it, whatever's causing the depression, if she doesn't, for example, well, number one, she'd need to rule out medical. I mean, you can be on medication that can uh, tamper with your sex drive. <laughs> so uh, she would want to check to make sure that it's not just a medical thing and that it is psychological. But if it's psychological and if she's depressed, what's she depressed about? What do you think the core is of her? I mean, you can't. I know you can't know, but if you took a guess, your best guess, what would it be? Her depression, uh, hmm. it would be her, uh, I don't know, it might stem back from something in her past uh, where, you know, she's told me a lot about her when she was in the Navy. Yeah. Being a female in the Navy and having to be, quote, one of the guys and try to act like one of the guys to fit in all them. And, you know, she said, you know, there's some things I believe that happened while, you know, she was in the service that, you know, kind of contributed to that. Because, you know, she went back, she says, everything was fine until, you know, I started, you know, in the Navy. Then, you know, every time since then, when I've gotten into a romantic relationship with somebody, you know, it's like I can't separate, you know, it's like, you know, when I start falling in love with them, that, you know, all my sexual desires for that person or whatever, I lose them. And she said, you know, it cost her every relationship that she's been in. Yeah, so it happened since she was in the Navy, though. Before then, she didn't have a problem? No. Okay, so there's a a piece of the puzzle, an important piece. What did she say to herself in the Navy? If, If she's telling herself, listen, I'm not a, I can't, I can't, uh, be super feminine around all these guys. I need to be and act like one of the guys. Uh, what might she have trained her mind to do? Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. <laughs> Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is, The Selfish Path to Romance. 
a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, the selfish path to romance. That is interesting. I need to be and act like one of the guys. Uh, what might she have trained her mind to do? Yeah, to act like how a man thinks. Act okay. how a man's acting. Well, men tend to be very sexually active, typically. <laughs> so, yeah. that not that part. <laughs> but if she's repressing her sexuality around them, if she's not experiencing her, allowing herself to experience herself as a female, because then she may develop some romantic feelings, and maybe were there prohibitions about that in the Navy that you're not supposed to uh, form relationships with whoever with you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So she, you're, you're, look at the bind that you're in. I'm, I'm attracted to this guy. I need to act like I'm not attracted to him. And, of course, that's going to typically heighten the attraction. And I can't allow those sexual feelings to come in because it's not appropriate. I'll get in trouble. I'll lose my position or whatever it is. So uh, you and I are just guessing here. But that's the type of work she could do in cognitive therapy. If she got a good cognitive therapist, cognitive just is a a dressed-up word for thinking therapy, uh, she could go to either my website, drkenner.com, or, and on the website, that's probably the easiest, is a link to a cognitive therapy website that you can find a, you can find a therapist anywhere in the United States. Um, yeah. And, or maybe through the Navy, she could get a cognitive th- therapist. Because what she needs to do is uncover the actual, oh, if you and I, or, or if she could put a microphone to her own mind and listen to her thoughts as she tries to feel sexy around you, that is going to be the rest of the puzzle, the rest of the pieces. Because it's what she's saying to herself. Sometimes it's wordless, meaning you feel the emotions, but you haven't yet translated the emotions into words, Chris. But she needs to learn how to translate her emotions into words. And there could be multiple things going on. It could be from her past, because she said she's, as you're talking about, she has a pattern. So she should could have learned to repress her sexual desire. It could have been from her way past. I mean, people who are brought up in very religious households are often uh, taught that uh, that sex is not the greatest thing in the world. Uh, yeah. That you can do it for procreation, honey, but that's it. She may be afraid of getting pregnant. There may be. It's not easy for couples to create a sexual style that satisfies both partners because they don't know how to communicate well about it. I've written a book with my co-author Ed Locke, and we have a whole part in our book. Uh, several chapters on how to enjoy sex. What is it? Why is it good? How do you create intimacy and mood? How do you get that emotional intimacy, the closeness? How do you let yourself be a little vulnerable and talk to each other about what feels good, what doesn't, um, what undermines? Go ahead, jump in. No, no, you know, it's like, you know, like what keeps on coming back to me is that, you know, like you said, that, you know, I start falling in love with somebody so then I start wanting to be mean to them in a way and start pushing them away and you know I just don't feel attracted to them yeah anymore I know we're winding down yeah go ahead no and you know she said that that she you know loves me enough thinks enough of me that she wants to get help okay then that is that is 
that is beautiful. So you could read our book. We have um, exercises you can do together. Emotional intimacy is the key, and that can be very sexy. So listen, I wish we had more time, um, but thank you so much. And we also talk about subverters of sexual pleasure, like anger or focusing too much on being uh, feeling judged. So I hope that helps, Chris. Thank you for your call. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. If you want to see me, you will not do this. You'll make an appointment. Dr. Green, how can you diagnose someone as an obsessive compulsive disorder and then act as though I had some choice about barging in? I can help you if you take responsibility to keep you, regular You changed the room around. Two years ago. Do you know how hard it was for me to come here? Yes. I changed just one pattern, as you always said I should. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and are you struggling with OCD problems? Maybe you're checking things, you check the door too many times, or you check the stove too many times when you know you turned off the stove. Or maybe you're praying too much, hoping to change something by prayer. Maybe you're uh, washing your hands too much. Are you doing something to try to uh, get some thoughts out of your mind? You don't want to think about something that's really on your mind. If you're doing that, you do want to do what this guy, this psychologist in this movie, as good as it gets, was trying to do, to show that you do have control. However, you need to address the core issue. You don't want to uh, enable yourself. You don't want to make it appear like you're powerless to change something within yourself that is changeable, your psychology. It's not easy, but it certainly is doable. And you do it by thinking. And that's what this show is all about. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. People want to be loved for specific reasons. It's up to each partner to identify why they love the other and to say so. This last point raises a new question. Granted that love has causes, will just any cause do? No, does it matter which traits you value? And on the other side of the coin, which traits you possess? Yes, there are very personal causal factors involved in love, but certain core traits are required to make any romantic relationship successful in the long run. If you want to be loved, you have to do things to make yourself lovable. Egoistic love, the only real kind of love, is not a selfless gift. It is a trade, which means it has to be earned. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.